Hey sis, I'm your host LaShondra Smith. Welcome to Balance Her Faith Podcast. Each week we balance life together through God's word, interviews, and our testimonies. You may cry, you may laugh, possibly even both. All I can promise you is that each show won't be the same, but it will always be real. Tell your girls to tune in, subscribe, and don't forget to leave a review. Welcome back, Balance Babes. Last week, we discussed speaking into your vision, and this week, we are discussing getting unstuck in order to birth that vision. As mentioned last week, please be sure to check out the new site, share, and give. Today's episode is with Arielle, affectionately known as Elle Davis. She is a Christian speaker and life coach who is motivated to spread the word of God. She is a Dallas native who currently lives in both Texas and Los Angeles. She is also an area director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and co-founder of the Journey Retreats, where she provides transforming destination retreats for women. Welcome Elle to Balance Her Podcast. Before we discuss getting unstuck in order to birth your vision, Elle, tell us a little about your story and how you came to a place in life where you are right now. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. This is amazing. And I'm so excited to be here. Man, when I was thinking about the topic of getting unstuck, it's crazy to think about the last year and a half of my life. Um, So from going from co-founding and leading a technology startup to having that ripped out of my hands in a matter of weeks, to really figuring out what God had inside of me and what it would take to birth that and push that out. So within the last year, um, at the end of 2018, I had walked away from my company that I had spent the last four years building, had scaled up into four cities. it was evaluated at about a half a million dollars and God said no and he took it away from me and so I went on this journey to figure out what it is that he wanted from me and what it is that it was going to take for me to actually get out what he wanted for me and not do things my way and so I spent literally eight weeks just studying the word over and over and over again until I started to see my story and the stories of the people and in the text, in scripture. And so the last year of my life has really been about dedicating my time to getting that out there about how do you transform? How do you get unstuck? How do I give what God gave me out? And so that other women can get free and birthed and renewed and unleash what God has put inside of them. And so I'm just excited to be here. now in a ministerial role, now um, living my truth and, and walking out God's vision, not my own. And so, yeah, that is a little bit of my story as fast as I can give it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, you mentioned it was a you, process for you to get there. Talk mm-hmm. to me about what actually happened during this process. Yeah. So when I left my company, I literally, uh, my business partner and I severed ties And I literally uh, spent eight weeks just studying. Like I was in this isolation, so I can identify, I was in this isolation period where I was feeling sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. I was down, I was upset, I was angry, like feeling how could I lose this thing that I had built in my own strength. And then um, I had this moment where I knew that God was telling me that that I was gonna have to turn pain into power. 
And so I just sat down and started to look up the story of Jacob because I needed to find purpose and promise. Like I needed to see that in somebody else's life for me to remember that he could do it in mine. And I studied the story of Jacob for eight weeks. And when I started to see all of these themes about my life, about fear, about um, running, about um, the words of people and having people speak over you, about trading in with God's promise for your own strength, about staying in places too small for you. Um, and then I noticed this thing that Jacob did at the end is where he let go of everything to get back to the place that God had called him to. And I realized that that's what he was calling me to do, that it was my sacrifice was going to be my life as I knew it. And so I made the decision to lay it down. And I promised him that if he did that for me, I would spend the rest of my life telling people about it. And when I came up from that eight week journey, I looked around for me and I saw so many other women who were suffering from the same thing. I saw friends who were operating in fear. I saw uh, family members and relationships that they didn't have no business in. I saw people living so small because of the lies that people had told us. And I was obsessed with giving that away, right? Like I was obsessed with figuring out how, like it was my reasonable sacrifice to offer my story to somebody else. Um, and as protective as I wanted to be over it, I knew that it wasn't mine. So I um, wrote it down. I wrote down the story of Jacob and how we broke it down. And I offered it as a retreat to some of my closest friends and um, Bible study members in March of 2019. And the kind of transformation that we saw in that, like how women got on birth, how they changed, how they transformed, left me just running. Like we came back, they came back, changed, they came back, new, they came back, transformed. And they were asking, they had friends that were asking, when's the next one? And we were like, I don't, girl, I don't know. Like this was just something that I did to be obedient to God. And then I realized that my story wasn't just my own and it wasn't just for my, my community, that there were so many other women that needed to get set free. And so we um, birthed journey retreats and that has been a blessing. It's been the biggest blessing out of building a tech company, out of everything else that I've done, um, just to know that I'm operating in my truth and helping other women birth theirs. And I'm doing it this time for the kingdom instead of for me um, mm. has been amazing. But the biggest thing about that is um, the journey of transformation I've seen with inside myself and how much I've grown and how much I've evolved and how no longer I um, need, put on these things that so oftentimes so many of us do that come from the environment that we come from or the lies that we've been told, but being so dedicated to being free because I understand that my voice is essential for other people to be free. Mm -hmm. And I can't preach something and teach something that I'm not living. So yes. it has been amazing. Awesome. So since we're talking about getting unstuck mm -hmm. to purpose your vision, um, when I think of people being stuck, I think about the people of Moses who walked around for 40 years just to reach their destination. <laughs> Obviously, God could have easily directed them straight to where they needed to go, but instead he took them a roundabout way because mentally they were still enslaved, although physically they had been freed. Mm -hmm. 
So the question becomes, why didn't people, why didn't the people feel free to push forward? I personally believe like us today was due to fear of the unknown, to try something new or to go into uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. Would you say that this is pretty true for those stuck at the idea phase of their vision? Absolutely. And let me tell you how God is working here. So when I thought of unstuck, I thought of the story of Moses too. Hmm. So I know that this is like divine in this moment. So it's amazing. <laughs> I literally was uh, talking about this yesterday, like, okay, unstuck Moses immediately. Um, so that's amazing. But yeah, I think oftentimes it's, the fear, I think that what we have in mind for getting unstuck and what the process and getting unstuck, what that actually takes are two different things. Yeah. Like we think that it's going to be this straight trajectory and that it's going to be like all positive things and we forget about the work that has to take place in you getting unstuck. And so for the children of Israel, it's this this attachment to this negative thing, right? Like all they know is Egypt, all they know is slavery. And they have romanticized slavery because it's normal. Mm-hmm. And now they're in the wilderness and it's like, well, like maybe slavery wasn't so bad, but you forget that, that people were being killed and that y'all was operating in chains and that they were starving you. And the promise seems so far away. And I don't know what the promise looks like. I know what slavery looks like. So it's easier for me to go back. And I think when we're trying to get unstuck, it's so easy to get comfortable and normal. Mm-hmm. It's like so easy to get stuck in what we had in mind and what's our been our new normal. And the biggest thing with getting unstuck is dying. And that's why I said, you know, I had to die, let, let go of who I was, is letting what you had in mind die. Like letting what your normal was, what your routine was, who your friends were, what your environment looked like, life as you know it, die because that person isn't the person that's going to produce your vision. Mm -hmm. And if it was, you would have produced it there. And so it's going to take this shedding off, right? Um, And I just don't think that oftentimes we prepare ourselves in our mind for what it really takes to walk out the vision and live out our vision. Um, And when we get to that place, we get scared. So it's like, oh yeah, let me go back. Let me go back to where I was. Let me go back. Maybe this job wasn't so bad. Maybe that boyfriend wasn't so bad. Maybe that relationship uh, wasn't so bad because this, this, this new thing, it doesn't fit me. I don't, I don't know it. And, it, and it's harder than I thought it was going to be. Yes, yes. So would you say having to start over, mm-hmm. um, having to go through separating from a business business partner that you know you believed in mm-hmm. did you feel like you went through a period of being stuck yourself yeah so i think that like it's oftentimes when i was thinking about the story of moses i thought about how oftentimes we're stuck and don't know we're stuck right i thought about how moses had been in the wilderness for 40 years and had built a life around what didn't work. (laughs) And so oftentimes he has his family, he got a wife, now he's a shepherd, he's negotiated with God. I'm not gonna shepherd people, let me shepherd some sheep. I'm in the wilderness, we cool. Like life is good, it doesn't necessarily seem like a negative thing. And so when I was thinking about my own story, I absolutely was stuck and just didn't know it, that 
I had built a company based on really being afraid and not feeling like I fed into this idea of what ministry looked like. And so my bargain was to create a technology company and bring Jesus in. Like I was going to be the Jesus of technology, like the <laughs> ministerial girl of tech, of tech and, um, and influence people that way. Right. And so, but it was this fear of me trying to go into ministry, having a certain response about for people not really understanding where I fit in it. And I had built a whole life around what didn't work. I had built a whole life around what I didn't consult God about in the first place when I tried to do it. And I had normalized the wilderness when it was just supposed to be a resting place and built my whole life there. And so, yeah, I think that before, I think that sometimes we think we know that we're stuck and oftentimes we don't because it still looks good. You mm -hmm. still have a job, you still got a bay, you still making money, you still mm -hmm. got a marriage. And it's not a negative thing. It's just you're not living out what he called you to do. It's just you're not, you know, that quiet voice that you have muted and you have normalized living beneath your calling. Right, right. So to the listeners, mm -hmm. how can they be able to tell if they are stuck right now? When you are stuck, and when at least for speaking for myself, I knew that I had muted something. Like I had knew that I muted the vision that God had given me. And so I would say, if you have tried to normalize living outside of the word that you have been given, then most likely that you're stuck, right? right. When you have tried to bargain or negotiate, like maybe God told you to start a nonprofit, and you're like, well, I can't do that. I tried to start a business, it failed. And I'm just gonna go volunteer. Like you're stuck because there is this place where you're trying to somehow do it, but in a smaller version and within your own capacity, within your own confinement. And so I would say, if you know that a part of you is unsatisfied, a part of you that, that you haven't tapped into, then that is a key indicator that you're stuck. And when you're trying to negotiate with God about what he told you to do, you're stuck. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. <laughs> now that we've identified we're stuck, if we're stuck, mm -hmm. how do we get out of being stuck? Right. So when I thought about um, Moses, when he's leaving, uh, when God has first told him to, let, to set the children of Israel free, um, God, Moses responds back with, everything that he can't do, right? He's like, oh, I can't talk, I stutter, like, what am I gonna say? Like, he, he has a hit out on me, how am I gonna go back into this land? And, and God has already made provision for that. And so I would say that you have to first let go of what you can't do and know that God has already made provision for it. Um, and then the second thing I would say is that, so we, we don't, don't really hear preachers talk about the fact that when Moses was on his way to deliver the children of Israel, that he almost didn't make it. That he almost died and God sent his death angel because of what Moses wouldn't cut off, because he wouldn't circumcise himself. And so I would say the number two and probably one of the most valuable things that you can do is cut some stuff off. Mm. Is that when I'm getting unstuck, is that 
there are these things that I want to hold on to. I want to hold on to my friends. I want to hold on to my environment. I don't want to completely like I'm walking with Jesus now, but you like know, there's maybe. certain things and I found myself negotiating with God a whole bunch. Like, okay, I'm going to not talk to him, but I'm still going to talk to him. He, <laughs> he kind of go to church. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, to, to live out my calling, but there is a definite decision that you have to make that you are all in. And I know that oftentimes we try to give God less than what he, than what is required of us to birth the thing inside of us. And so we can't underestimate that cost and say that I'm not willing to give up what's necessary. So whether it's the job, whether it's the relationship, whether it's my own ideas, whether it's my environment, whether it's the friendships, whatever it may be, everything that doesn't align with where you're going must go. And so um, I also think that that's the key things that we're willing to cut off, what we're supposed to cut off. Um, and then also that when Moses circ circumcised himself, it wasn't him doing it, right? Like it was his wife. And so how important it is to have partnerships and relationships with people who understand your calling and your vision. Like for me, it's so important to have a partner because when I can't see clearly, I know that the person who's walking with me remembers what we're walking towards. Mm -hmm. And she can say, girl, you need to cut that off. Like that relationship don't align with what you say you're doing. Your words don't align with where, where we're supposed to be going. And so how important it is to make sure that you're walking with people who see things the way that God has told you, right? And so they're not calling you back into your place of normal, that they're not allowing you to try to take the things with you, take the things that are not for you with you, but make sure that you cut them off and remind you of what's required of you to get to where you're supposed to be. And then also I think that um, the last thing is that you have to go scared. And I had to learn that, right? Like, because I am a perfectionist and I like to like, it needs to be to the T, yes. it needs to be right, hair in place, dress like, girl, when I tell you I held up so many photo shoots, I was like, my dress is not in, no. <laughs> the makeup artist I want is not here. and it, it made, it had me delayed, right? Because yeah. I was so focused on what things look like and what, instead of being obedient to what God said. And I was more worried about um, protecting my, um, I guess, brand or protecting what people thought about me, really dealing with what people thought about me instead of honoring what God had told me to do when he told me to do it. And so I think that there is this, you have to go scared, you have to go unknowing, you have to go regardless of if things are perfect or not, like you just have to go and know that the same word that he gave you to get there, that he'll also give you a word to get out of it. And so I think that we think vision or birthing is just like one-stop shop, like I just get there. But there's been another word, just like you're building on top of it. It's like, he gave me another thing. He gives me another thing. And um, so it's just taking one step at a time and going scared and knowing that he'll give you another word, another provision along the way. Right, right, right. So to recap, um, how to get unstuck. One, I heard obedience, stop negotiating with God. Mm -hmm. Two, cut off people that distract you from your purpose. Mm -hmm. Three, um, you want to have accountability. Mm 
You want to create a group that is accountable, a circle that is accountable. And fourth, do it scared. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Elle, thank you so, so much. I feel like this has been really beneficial for the listeners. Um, So tell me what you have coming up and how they can connect with you. Awesome. So we have two retreats coming up, both in May and in July. We are going to Playa del Carmen and we are going to Costa Rica, um, Playa del Carmen, Mexico and Costa Rica. And we are unleashing some women. We are, for every woman who is absolutely wanting to get unstuck and birth what God has inside of them and get to a place where they can walk out their truth and unearth those things that have been stuck for too long, um, we're inviting them to come because I am so excited to be around and help and be utilized by the kingdom to help other women live out who they're supposed to be. And so we have those two retreats coming up. You can go to experiencejourneyretreats.com or you can follow us on Instagram at experiencejourneyretreats and stay up to date. We're always putting up content. Uh, We're planning out some stay treats, planning to be a part of some conferences um, in the Dallas area. And Mm -hmm. so we'll um, stay on top of that and join our VIP list and we'll make sure that you're in the know, but we are just, you know, building girl. We're building day by day. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) We love to end um, my episodes with prayer. So I would love for you to pray us out. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Heavenly father, we're just so grateful for everything that you are doing in this season. We're so grateful for every woman who is listening, Father, and that has vision down deep inside of them that you have called them to birth and walk out. We're so grateful that everything that you've called them shall be brought forth in this season, Father God, and that you are bringing them from seed time to harvest. We're just blessing and speaking over them right now, Father God, that they have an ear to hear what you would have them to do in this season, that you would allow them to be confident, that you would allow them to go scared, that you would allow them to cut off um, unnecessary relationships, Father God, that you would call them to be obedient and that she would allow them to have accountability partners who would walk through them in this season, God. We're so grateful for the mission of Women in Balance and we're just asking that you bless them, Father God, that you bless this platform and that you just continue to increase us all as we continue to serve your kingdom. And we love you and praise you, uplift your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray this prayer, amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to visit womenwithbalance.org to join our community. Connect with me on social media at Women With Balance. And again, if you love the show, please leave a rating, subscribe, and share so I can keep these episodes coming. Until next week, sis, God, love, and balance.